0: Just drink the water out of here. That didn't taste right. It tastes like freezer, but I guess it's melted ice. But I have this special keto bread called unbread. <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's like cl- really close to inbread, <laughs> inbread, <laughs> unbread. Um, but I have to really toast it until it's kind of crispy, almost like a cracker. Because our information comes from m- majority of it from the internet. What better way to protect yourself if you're doing bad things in the world, say, than to get people to the point where they don't believe what they're seeing anymore so you can really get away with anything because people will just think it's fake. I want something sexy. That's L I Q U O R. Don't get it twisted. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Kitty Liquor. That's L I Q U O R. Don't get it twisted. I'm your host, Cat Wonders, and this is episode 105. Do you notice something different? (laughs) I have two different camera angles. Can you believe it? (laughs) Uh, I just added a camera for some diversity and to be able to have just a little bit more interest and you can see a bit more of my studio. My, this light right here is wildly flickering and I don't know what to do. Uh, This guy, I've had it actually for a couple years now so it might be crashing. know what to do uh but i need that light so hopefully it's it's gonna stick around and not be too annoying it's interesting actually because like i'm getting used to the double camera almost in the same way that like if i was having a conversation with multiple people that will be how this will sort of go but i think what i might do just to make things easier is certain segments i'll focus on this angle others on this angle Otherwise my editor is going to rip his own hair out (laughs) or maybe not. I don't really know how this works. So we're just learning. We're learning. Also, you may notice my brand new neon sign. Um, also (laughs) I've got my new bar card. Maybe you can't really see it from this angle, but from this angle, you can see it. And I've got a fake plant. Big surprise. Um, My special accessories, my cocktail accessories here, and I got storage in the bottom so that I can keep my alcohols and other kind of things that I should probably not have on my desk, keep it down there. Uh, So anyway, we're just expanding. You know, I'm getting ready for my new studio space and maybe a little overexcited and ordering things already now that I should be waiting to order for when my studio is actually finished. But I think this works. I like the vibe what am I seeing here? What is this? Oh, it's the bar. Oh, (laughs) it's this area down here. Um, I've got lights everywhere. And that's why it winds up being 95,000 degrees in my studio all the time, because you can't avoid the heat. And what the hell am I wearing? (laughs) I'm wearing one of my new Skims bras, um, which are basically just a thin layer of mesh fabric (laughs) so I'm hoping you can't see the nips through but if you can well (laughs) bonus (laughs) bonus episode okay so last week I finished off with uh talking about my sister's wedding and all the shenanigans and adventures and I think I left off pretty much there I have some other topics I want to bring up it is officially I think today the first day of (laughs) spring (laughs) (laughs) the first day of fall autumn and it definitely doesn't feel like it it is still freaking hot it is hot as hell i'm looking outside my window right now at rays of sunshine beaming down on yellow leaves and it's toasty i am personally not offended by this but i've got my sweaters out i've reorganized my entire closet It's very, very, very lovely to have kind of a wardrobe refresh where I pretty much go into all of my old bins, (laughs) whip out what I'm going to use, and then pretty much donate what I'm not going to use or wear, I should say. Um, Anyway, let's get into cocktails because I need a bevy and it is actually quite late. I think it's about 4.30. I don't think, I know. So it's close enough to five o'clock for a cocktail. Also, you might notice... <laughs> that was weird. You might notice I've got feathery sleeves. Um for those of you that are listening to this podcast, I do have a video version on YouTube. Don't forget. Um, but there are little pink feathers floating around everywhere, which to me like when I see a white feather, I definitely believe that it's a good omen. A pink feather now. What the hell does that mean? Extra good luck? Not as much good luck. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's make a cocktail. So I, this morning when I was laying in bed, I looked up fall cocktail inspiration. And you know what's crazy? I did not know that there's a website called (laughs) liquor.com. And I'm sure there might be a pornographic website called liquor.com too, but the spelling is different, right? Like kitty liquor. (laughs) <laughs> l-i-q-u-o-r don't get it twisted don't get it twisted <laughs> i found a cocktail called a forbidden sour so i don't think i've made a cocktail like that before on my podcast okay right now this light is flickering can you see the flicker it's kind of stopping anyway i just hope it's not going to be that annoying it kind of gives me brain zaps. <laughs> when I see the light flickering, I'm like, ah! But anyway, it might not r- resonate on camera the same way. Um, anyway, let's get into our Forbidden Sour. It's really going to be my own take on it because at this point, I don't have a couple of the ingredients, but close enough, okay? So the first ingredient calls for, originally the recipe calls for one ounce of bourbon, but I just so happen to have one ounce of single malt whiskey and uh there are fruit flies in the bottom of this but i'll tell you what if you can't handle a fruit fly in life i don't know what (laughs) then you a pussy because if if a fruit fly ever stopped you from finishing your glass of wine we can't be friends (laughs) just kidding anyway so i have this shelter point distillery single malt whiskey made in canada and um it's not bad i mean it's kind it was expensive and my problem is is that i feel like because i spent more money on it it should taste better but i don't even really know what the hell it should taste like to begin with so single malt whiskey close enough to bourbon right um second ingredient is should be one ounce of pomegranate liqueur. Instead, I brought up my creamsicle liqueur, which in my mind is just an orange liqueur, okay? That's just what we're gonna call it, an orange liqueur. So one ounce of that, one ounce of lemon juice, fresh squeezed, we don't do fresh squeezed, okay? Actually, we do sometimes, Um, but right now I don't have fresh squeezed. And then we're gonna do one or half an ounce of simple syrup, which I just made, by the way, it's still a bit steamy i just boiled some water and mixed it with monk fruit sugar um, which is the kind of sugar that i can enjoy um, which is essentially like a zero calorie sweetener but it doesn't taste like stevia or anything weird um because i can't stand a lot of like the those kind of sweeteners but this is like magic um an orange wheel and a cherry so If you watched my last podcast, I did recently try not to make too much noise here. I did recently purchase some fun things from a website called Cocktail Emporium. And a couple of those things were (laughs) some dried fruit. Damn it. (laughs) Why? Some dried fruit and... uh, these decadent cherries. And I dream about these fricking cherries. So I'm going to leave these here. Can you see them? Let's put them here. Then some dried fruit. Like I said, I've got some lime wheels, some lemon wheels, a uh, slices, sorry. And orange. Are I almost like I can make earrings out of them oh my gosh or like make a garland don't they do that traditionally in some countries they make a garland out of dried wheels (laughs) anyway oh and bitters there goes a feather can you see it uh so these I'm actually going to put on my my new cocktail cart or bar cart whatever you want to call it So I'm going to keep the orange slices up here, put these, I wonder if I could put these in such a way that they look pretty. Can you see? I'm like, what? I'm still getting used to it. One, two, beep, beep. Can you see it over there? Maybe not. Maybe you can. Doesn't matter. And then the cherry is going to keep up here because we are going to use this and I might, should I add some dashes? I thought that this required bitters, but it doesn't. That was the other one I was looking at. Okay, so I'm going to keep these bitters on the side for now until we legitimately need them in a cocktail. And it is fall, and I feel like bitters just kind of come into play when it comes to fall cocktails. So we're going to save that. Also, this Cocktail Emporium card here, this actually, this camera has like quick focus. So if I go like this, it should focus. And then it should focus back on my face and then focus this focus back on my face (laughs) it has special capabilities capacities no capabilities anyway there's six uh, cocktail recipes on the back of this card and i want to make some one day but i just have to have all the ingredients some of the ingredients are wild though like there is a cocktail called ephemeral 2.0 it requires two ounces of barrel aged gin one ounce of roots divino bianco aperitif one bar spoon of Pro Syro Vienna, Elderflower Syrup, two dashes of top shelf orange bitters, one dash of bitter truth celery bitters. Stir with ice, strain into chilled savage pony coop. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, like, you have to have the ingredients. I mean, I am a, like, I can Frankenstein a cocktail pretty easily, if that's the right, is that the right mythological character? where it's like a bunch of different parts that make the cocktail work. It's maybe not exactly like the recipe, but it's close enough. But sometimes it varies so much that it's like it's not even close. So I th- I feel like today's one of those days <laughs> where the cocktail is going to taste a lot different than the original recipe. But that's okay, because I might discover something so spectacular that I just want to keep making that version instead of the original Forbidden Sour version. Maybe we can call it... A f- unforbidden slosh no that doesn't sound very appetizing okay uh, so i'm gonna reach back to my bar cart to grab some accessories and let's get into this first one ounce of whiskey i have to show you guys this i don't know what it is about like the magical sound of this cocktail measurer why there was a little bit of fluff in there and i don't know why and that freaks me out because i do not like the idea of that so anyway okay one ounce of whiskey so truly it should be bourbon but isn't bourbon a whiskey right okay here we go let's get some fruit fly juice in there One ounce of that. Oh, God, cheers. <laughs> Accidental cheersing. Orange liqueur, one ounce. And there is. Ouch. Damn it. There is real. Oh, shit, I just cut myself. No, look. Can you see? No, stop focusing on my face. Oh, there we go. Owie. I'm not trying to finger you for real, but these little tabs, they stick out. Bad design, bad design, Schmiering off. Oh God, there it is again. Oh, I see what it is. It's literally a little burr. That's super annoying. It's okay, I it didn't actually draw blood. It just took off a couple layers of skin, but still. Root. Okay, one ounce of orange liqueur. Boy. don't have ice in this yet i don't know if that matters but i do have ice and it's gonna be i've got two types of ice actually the frozen kind and the extra frozen no just joking um okay (laughs) one ounce of lemon juice so i actually buy this lemon juice often it's this organic lemon juice and sometimes oh there is a bit of blood (laughs) um sometimes i just like mix it with warm water and drink it i just love it it's just nice to have on hand So one to one to one so far probably good just like that all right half an ounce of simple syrup it's still kind of warm but don't worry i'm going to put ice in this drink um half an ounce okay there is a nice little okay half an ounce of simple syrup yay this is fun with the right measurements (laughs) not just eyeballing. I mean, maybe a little less fun when you're drinking it. Cause like, if it calls for two ounces, but you put in six, pff, how are you supposed to know? You just re-poured. All right, so now I'm gonna add the ice here. So <laughs> this looks crazy, but I've got some ice from the freezer and my madness behind my method, other way around. The method behind my madness was that see this this is the ice cube maker (laughs) i just put it on top just to kind of keep this cold and frozen until we're ready to pour our cocktail so this i'm going to take this out of the package for you so you can see let me just drink the water out of here that didn't taste right tastes like freezer but i guess it's melted ice all right So this is a round cube. Woo. So I just plop that in there. You can see it has a bit of a flat top, but it's going to do its job. And this does stay frozen for a long time. So rather than having multiple ice cubes, I'm having one big square cube, round cube. I've also got like square ice cube makers, but they're, uh, a little bit more annoying to find space in my freezer for. (laughs) These are like very individual and small. So I can just put them wherever the hell you want. All right, so the, I think that's all for ingredients. We can shake this up and then pour it out. I also grabbed a toothpick for my cherry, but I'm just gonna pick one out with a spoon and uh, then put it in there. I'm going to try this one this time. This is a little strainer, and I'm just going to pour it through that. And then I'm going to use this to, I don't know what yet, but nope, doesn't make a sound. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. Ooh, it smells good. Very tasty smelling. Sorry, that might be super annoying. Um, I'm gonna just leave this. Should I do that? Is that a bad idea? That's fine. Cause I might make another cocktail and use the ice if it's not totally melted. Is this in the way? Too close for cover didn't this call for orange juice I'm confused I thought oh no maybe it was just orange liqueur let's see lemon juice freshly squeezed orange wheel I said orange wheel and lemon juice I thought it said orange juice so I brought my whole freaking thing up here Anyway, wow, now for our orange wheel. Oh these are so pretty. Look at these. <laughs> Boop. What dripped on me? Look at you over here with your brothers and sisters. <laughs> can you see them? Move them over if you can for sure. see them sorry (laughs) i don't have my glasses on so we got our lemon or orange wedge in there now for the cherries you guys these cherries i've said this in the last podcast first of all look at the syrup i'm salivating actually okay i'm gonna put two cherries in just because just bougie like that (laughs) of course I dripped it why not stir it to get some of that cherry juice evenly distributed and I forgot a straw again (laughs) I need to bring like all of my cocktail accessories up here but I do make cocktails often like when company comes over and stuff and so it's nice to have just have to order more it's all I can do is this all in your face so let's put some of this stuff back here just so that we can have a clear space and make it harder for ourselves when we want to make a second cocktail put the stuff over here simple syrup is going to stay up here so you will go there lid back on the cherries we don't want fruit flies in here ow <laughs> it didn't hurt do you do that do you ever do that when you like hit yourself it's more shocking to you than painful and you say like first automatic thing to say is ow or ouch it's like that didn't actually hurt why did i say that Woo! okay cocktail time so this is our version of forbidden sour and let me taste it first before i give it a name Yes, this works. That is extremely delicious. Can you see? I think it only focuses my face disappears. But pretty much, like, it might not look the most attractive, but it kind of has, like, this lovely pink color to it, almost like grapefruit-ish. I don't know leave these here because i gotta wash these now um another thing that i got too was this this is my rimmer so i can put fancy rims on my glasses so i should probably put it down here all right so (laughs) interestingly or maybe you're not interested at all i should tell this camera because you can actually see it but i ordered this bar card from amazon And I was looking for something small, kind of mid-century, modern almost, something gold or bronze. And um, so I found this little cart, really love it, but it came broken. And the only (laughs) thing, the glass was broken on the top, and then it was, the, the frame is quite scratched. Now, I'm the type of person that when I receive something that's broken, I will, because I'm impatient and I want to use it right away or set it up right away, I will 100% give my best effort to fix it myself and not bother with the return process. With this, I knew as soon as I saw the broken mirror that I would be able to fix that. I know, like, because I used to be a professional artist, I got cut glass and cut. plexiglass constantly from this one supplier and locally and then I knew of course they cut they cut mirror and all sorts of stuff like that so I uh, got it replaced but this frame is still scratched but I'll tell you what you can't see it for my purpose and for what I'm using it for it's perfect it's half hidden anyway maybe it'll be a bit more visible in my newer studio but I'm curious are you somebody who when you get something shipped to you are you well, Are you going to go through the whole process to return it and get it back, like sent back to you perfect? Or do you kind of not give a shit? Anyway, so it's kind of annoying when that does happen, but with Amazon, you have to ship it back to Amazon. So I had already assembled the cart and I really, my original thought was, cause there's a glass, like there's a glass mirror panel on the bottom just like this one here i just thought i'll just swap them have the broken one on the bottom like the one that i replaced but the you can't the the attachments are in different places so um a bit annoying but i was like i made it work and i'd rather rather than having to freaking put everything back in the box ship it back wait it's like takes 30 days for the refund or they'll decide to ship you a new one i was like this is bullshit so i just made it work made do with what i had just like this thing so this I'm so in love with, this is from, it's not sponsored, was not gifted. I paid a good penny for this. Um, This is from Happy Neon. And Happy Neon um, has a ton of, they do custom stuff as well. But I was like, I do want to do like a custom kitty liquor neon, but with the way that I'm set up right now, it's so long, I would have to go like kitty liquor, but my logo is sort of long. So I'd have to have like a different setup or have it in a different spot. So I'm like, you guys know you're watching Kitty Liquor. I don't have to have it behind me. This cocktail thing I couldn't resist. So I won't lie. Tim Dillon, I'm a fan of. I watch his podcast and he does. It's now he's got his own studio. Like I shouldn't say his own studio, but he's got a background that almost looks like um, a late show background where it's like a, like the hills with like lights. And so it looks almost like a. Um, a realistic window or something where he's in front of... It's not super realistic. But anyway, my point is he's got a neon sign. It says the Tim Dillon Show. And I love that sign. I love that neon sign so much. So I was like, Ugh, it's not really my logo to have palm trees and whatever. So I was like to do kitty look. Anyway, I just came across this neon sign on Happy Neon. And I love it. Now, where I was getting at is this came broken too it's cracked right here just a little boop crack so this looks cracked but it's not actually this is cracked too here so something happened to this corner but you'll never see it and no it's not perfect and i did pay a pretty penny for it and i might just try to be like hey i want to order this other neon sign would you mind giving me a discount because this one kind of came broken and i paid an arm and a leg for it you know because uh It'd be worth a shot. I did take photos of it right away too when it came out of the box. (laughs) So they didn't know it wasn't just like a week later and I did it myself. But you never know, right? Unless you ask. But there's no way in hell I would send this back for that. You know what I mean? Structurally, it's fine. It's not affecting it. Like it's not like I can't hang it up on the wall because it's broken in a certain spot or it doesn't work properly or whatever. It's just a little crack in the whatever. So it's not a huge deal to me. Um, But there are some people that will put in so much effort to return things. And um, I and totally like good for them. Cause I almost feel like I'm a bit lazy. I'm almost like it's a laziness. I'm too lazy to do it. So I don't. And then it just winds up staying broken forever. <laughs> but like I said, if it's bad enough, of course, I'd be like, okay, this doesn't work. You know who has a really great return policy? So when I built this house, I ordered a few things from Wayfair and two of which came completely broken. one of them was a vanity with two sinks and when the vanity arrived because it comes like pre-assembled right so it's like in one big crate and uh, this both sinks had smashed out of it. so I took photos and then they uh, they just looked at the photos we had a little quick phone call um, and what was it? there was an injury. So the guys that were helping me move, one of them cut their hand. That's right. And I took a photo of the guy's hand and not only sent this photo of this like broken thing, but there was an injury and they were like, (gasps) so I think think Wayfair's return policy is really great anyway. If you read any reviews, that's why they have such a successful site because they literally probably make so much money that they don't need the item returned. They're just like, we're just going to send you another one. So in both instances, I was refunded or no, 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 no. What exactly happened? Why can't I remember? Oh, okay. So they offered to, so the, the vanity I got replaced, but my bathtub, I've got like a freestanding tub. I actually have it in my bedroom. If you follow me on OnlyFans, you've seen it before, Um, but that came cracked on the sides so not it wasn't super noticeable or super bad initially but it was on the outside it's kind of like one solid shell it kind of looks like an egg and um that was cracked and then I sent a photo again and they were like oh we're really sorry about this we can either um, ship you a new one or give you a full refund so I was like give me the full refund and I just epoxied it myself and fixed it <laughs> and you'll never see it so it's like anyway with with amazon however the process is totally different you have to make sure that you return the item and maybe it's not that way for every item and uh but yeah anyway that was a tangent see look my ice cube has not even begun to melt yet (laughs) to get used to hiding my face This is really good and I'm telling you I might be tricking myself because I put those cherries in there and the cherries taste so good. I don't actually don't taste a lot of the cherry right now but is that what's going on? <laughs> is it my favorite thing in the whole world that's making this taste good? Maybe it's kind of like putting truffle on anything. It's like wow this is great. I'm like, oh, Maybe it's all the truffle I put on it. <laughs> oh my god you guys last night I made the best meatballs i've ever made and they are it's so simple and i don't really bother with like extra lean beef so right now i am pretty low on wild meat typically i will be cooking with either deer elk moose goat is actually really good too um i mean mountain goat not (laughs) the goat you're thinking of um anyway so What I do, if I have to get meat from the grocery store, I get two... What is the measurement? Two kgs? Two kilograms of beef to one kilogram of pork. I don't use lean beef. I just use the regular old gimme fat beef. Um, And then I add a package of Knorr vegetable soup mix. You know the brand Knorr? K-N-O-R-R. Some people call it Knorr but I think it's snore. <laughs> Vegetable soup mix. Um, and then I just cut up onions, cut up garlic and mix it all together with two eggs. And then as I'm frying them in the frying pan, I fry them in butter. As I'm frying them in the fry pan, I douse them with machi <laughs> or magi. It's like a liquid seasoning, and uh, it is. I grew up with the smell. To me, that smell is just reminds me of my oma and opa's cooking, my oma and opa's house. Also, my mom used it a lot, so my mother's cooking. So it's just like this smell. When I smell mahi cooking, like in stews, soups, I can I can pull it right away, and I love it. Anyway, so as they're frying and, like, raw in the pan, as, as I just throw them in there, I just douse them in Maggi, Machi. and uh, it just adds this extra little layer of flavor. and It's so good. And I honestly, I love them fresh, of course, but I love them cold. Cold meatballs. I can't tell you. So if I'm going on a boating trip, camping trip, whatever i will always cook meatballs so that i have i have like six days worth of food (laughs) just in one bag because i could live on meatballs i could live on them but yeah cold meatballs is sort of where it's at and then you can slice them put them on bread like i don't eat bread but i have this special keto bread called unbread (laughs) It's kind of funny because it's, like, cl- really close to inbred. <laughs> inbred? <laughs> um, But I have to really toast it until it's kind of crispy, almost like a cracker. <laughs> and then I put the... This morning is what I had for breakfast, actually. But I work out, and then I don't really eat till around noon. So it's kind of like brunch. And uh, I cut up the meat, and I put it on the bread with a bit of mayo and ketchup. Oh, God. It's like a burger, but so good. It's like a cold burger, but it just so great but this time instead of making round meatballs i made like a half a cup each measurement wise so half a cup of meat or like the the meatball meat and then um made it in kind of like a flat meatball like like so imagine rolling a ball in your hand and then it's kind of flat so you know it's got like a little bit of an edge to it put it in the pan push it down a little bit so it's almost like a really flat looking mini burger like a slider Kind of, but still not a burger. It's still a meatball. It's more of like a meat saucer. <laughs> right? Anyway, um, so, so good. And I actually had a couple people pop over last night and they were like, these are the best meatballs. I'm like, careful. If you eat my meatballs, you will never eat another meatball in your life without thinking about my meatball because it's just that good. Um, To be honest, I would actually prefer to have moose meat but i always mix in pork i always mix in a bit of pork with the wild meat because wild meat tends to be super lean especially deer and um it's funny because maybe you didn't know this but when you shoot a deer or however you wind up killing it whether it's a bow or a bullet depending on how the animal dies is uh will make or break the flavor so i shouldn't say make or break but it does really affect the flavor of the meat how you ask well, if you... And sorry, trigger warning for people that are vegans or vegetarians or really against hunting animals. Um, I'm definitely no, no vegan or vegetarian, so just, just warning you. Um, when you shoot an animal and it dies immediately, the meat tends to be very tender, soft, um, less gamey tasting. But when you shoot it it struggles it runs you have to shoot it again keeps on running because you don't always get a perfect shot and ideally you want to shoot an animal and it dies immediately ideally but that doesn't always happen i've been on many hunts where the deer needs three or four bullets <laughs> um but so it's running it's full of adrenaline it's bo- it's it's stressed before it dies the meat will wind up being very tough as well as um very gamey so I don't know if you know this, but I have like a helicopter landing area on my property and I think somebody's coming. (laughs) I have a few friends with choppers, but normally they let me know beforehand. Anyway, (laughs) I don't think they're landing, but anyway. Um, So yeah, that's sort of the goal, but I've had a few deer in my freezer that have been shot multiple times that are very gamey and those deer, typically I'll turn most of them, most of the meat into burger. And then, um, I'll make jerky, uh, which is super, super delicious because typically jerky is so flavored with like salts and different brines. And so you're, you're kind of masking the flavor a lot, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily love like a hamburger or like a meatloaf or a steak or a roast, you know, with a super gamey tough deer but they never go to waste. It's just like, okay, this one's gonna be a little bit more of this rather than that. Oh no. I think I need to make another one. Do I still have some ice left? Nope. I can just shake it with the ball. That's what I'm gonna do. (laughs) Let me first finish this a um, little bit, and then I'll move on to the next one. To be honest, two ounces of alcohol in a, in, in a drink is like, I know it's standard, but and this is actually like a pretty average size glass. Typically, if I'm making like a taller, I'll do a double triple somewhere in between just because, That's just how I roll. (laughs) I mean, look at the neon sign behind me. Do you think that a girl that makes just single drinks has a sign like this in her studio? (laughs) I don't think so. Okay, well, as I sip this, I do have a couple topics I wanna bring up. Oh yeah, okay, so one thing that I had written down, I think for last time, which I didn't talk about, was um, the Kelowna wildfires. Wow, I just very much spit on myself okay keep it in there (laughs) I'm a real person okay the Kelowna wildfires holy shit that was wild no pun intended so ironically one day before the wildfires broke out in Kelowna I was I left Kelowna the day before and I was there for four days I was there with my sister and her new husband and a few friends and we were hanging out and just enjoying almost like a mini moon for my sister and her husband. And anyway, had such a great time, rented a boat, did some wake surfing, went for some amazing dinners. Of course, I stayed at my very favorite place to stay ever, uh, the (laughs) El Dorado. And oh my God, like just had the best time. In fact, I was supposed to leave two days before, but it was so beautiful and hot. And I was like, am I going to make it back to Kelowna before the fall? Like, am I going to be able to enjoy the beaches and the water and the weather and just everything that's happening in Kelowna before the fall? And it made me sad. So I stayed another day. (laughs) I called the front desk and I was like, is it possible for me to extend my stay by one day? Like if I can keep my room because I have the same room all the time. I only stay in one room at the El Dorado. And that is for me to know, for me only to know. <laughs> um, but you can request specific rooms. Anyway, so I they, the room was available the next day and so I just stayed. And then it was actually so worth it because, oh my God, went for the best oysters I've had in a long time. They were farmed oysters, but I don't care. They still tasted amazing. Um, right in the resort so at the resort there's it's kind of the Manteo El Dorado El Dorado is the old resort and that's where I prefer to stay it's kind of just has better views and all sorts of great things about it it's a little noisy so I do wear earplugs at night because the people below or above or whatever you can hear them everything they're doing you can hear them sneeze you can hear them cough (laughs) anyway but I'm not super bothered by noise so not a huge deal anyway so what was my point oh yeah eating dinner. And there's two restaurants, uh, in the El Dorado. And one of them call, it's called, um, it starts with an M. I think. Anyway, I was not expecting there to be oysters on the menu and oh my God, there were, and they were so good. And I had, what else did I have? I had something else. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Great. Anyway, long story short, I just, I wound up staying an extra day and I am so glad that I did because that place has forever changed since the day that I left. It will never be the same when I go back. And thankfully, the city, a lot of the city and um, a lot of things were spared, which could have been lost like that. It was just a matter of the winds. If the winds would have decided to go the other way, the entire city of Kelowna would have burned to a frickin' crisp. But it didn't. There were, I think, over 200 homes lost in the wildfires. So, so sad. And I wonder to myself, you know, like when your house burns down and you have nowhere to go back to and say you don't have friends or family, where do you go? And if, if somebody told me that apparently the government does step in and then certain businesses and things will open up hotel rooms and things like that. So, but there were so many people displaced. I'm like, how is this even possible? People couldn't even get out on the highways. The highways were shut down because it was so busy and like, it was just crazy. And um, the beloved Okanagan resort burned to the freaking ground. And I've spent a lot of time there. Every time I've rented a boat has been from there. And every time you rent a boat from the Okanagan resort, you get to use the resort. So the pools and the facilities and things. And I've partied there. I'm not from Kelowna, but I couldn't imagine what what some people are going through that have grown up there. I was reading some messages under one of the posts showing the Okanagan Resort burnt down to a crisp. Like I used to go there every summer. Like I still was planning on taking my kids there every summer and now it's gone. And it's like, <gasps> yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously devastating all around. People losing their homes, you know, like incredibly sad. And um, so that was like a crazy moment this summer where way too close to home. You know and I live in a place where I'm surrounded by trees and uh, there was news I heard that there was a fire about 10 kilometers away from where I lived and I just my heart was like no way that this is happening right now because wildfire travels so fast that 10 kilometers might seem like it's a far like far away from you but it's really not. Excuse me. So I uh, was freaking out. But yeah, 10K is like crazy. Anyway, so I would be SOL. I live out of town. I don't live in town. And so that means the fire department doesn't actually come to put up the fire if my house is on fire. They they might, but they don't have to. Uh, and But I've got a couple pumps. I've also got a swimming pool full of water. Always love when the FedEx man shows up. I don't know what the hell it is that I ordered, but anyway. So yeah, the colonial wildfires, craziness. Um, The thought, so this sounds super selfish, but the thought of the El Dorado burning up, it's been, it was built in like 1910 or something. Jesus, that was like, it really, because I I guess for me, I always stay there and it's like almost like my home (laughs) that I was like, if that goes, but still. Just it's it's sad all around. And like I said, I, I could keep talking about it till I'm blue in the face, but just prayers and thoughts to everybody I'm still struggling with it. And then, then you hear about these other wildfires that are broken out around the world and the suspicion and weird things are behind it. And there's conspiracies now. And I'm like, this better not be actual. One thing I did see that blew my mind, I don't really talk a lot about this stuff just because I don't want to be like hunted down, <laughs> canceled or whatever. But I saw a video of a bunch of wildfires in Quebec that had started. I think it was Quebec, but there's satellite footage of all of these fires starting simultaneously. And I'm talking like, from what I remember, like eight to 10 plumes of smoke starting to happen all at the same time. Uh, You should look it up. I guess what would you search? Simultaneous fires starting. Fires starting simultaneously Just type that in, and I think it's Quebec. Um, I don't think it wound up up burning too much, but they all started at the exact same time. Meaning the plumes of smoke all started in different areas, like kilometers away from each other. You You start to see the plumes of smoke. How the hell does that happen? Like, what is that? That's not, you can't explain that by wildfire. Oh, just these fires just broke out. Even if you were to have... 20 people in different areas all light fires at the same time they still wouldn't wind up all just starting at the same time right somebody's gonna have more trouble than the other and it's gonna happen like something really weird is going on. unless it's a fake video who knows who to trust or what to trust anymore like i'm telling you this is where we're at in the world where we're going to be starting to see crazy things and we won't know if it's real or not And in fact, it might just be almost like a tactic to numb us from what's really going on, because we just won't believe what we see anyway. But that's a whole other video. (laughs) I've had this conversation a couple times with some friends and I'm like, is the tactic of AI like that, because our information comes from majority of it from the internet, what better way to protect yourself if you're doing bad things in the world, say, then to get people to the point where they don't believe what they're seeing anymore. So you can really get away with anything because people will just think it's fake. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it's just interesting to me and crazy. Am I going to make a second cocktail? I don't know. So you guys, I was just to close this off on a really uninteresting note, truly. I discovered a new hotel in Calgary. For the first time, I went to Calgary by myself um, because I have dental appointments. I'm going to get into my dental stuff in the next episode because it's like I have to get into some depth. But I found this resort. Or it's not a resort, sorry, hotel right downtown. Never stayed there. I'm going to be staying there less in the future, so I'm not going to necessarily ex- tell you exactly where it is yet. But I went there by myself for the first time and like for the, went there for the first time but it's the first time I've ever really gone to the city and spent the night overnight by myself and I was like there are things in the city I love to do when I'm there I'd love to go out for a nice dinner get ready spend time getting ready and whatever depending on what my schedule is right so I went out for dinner I went to a place called Barbarella it's a brand new bar downtown like right smack dab downtown Calgary and I went by myself and I had a great time. I. Dressed up, I felt great. And I was a little bit nervous about being like approached by people, <laughs> but that never happened. I kind of sat in an area where like a lot of people could see. I wasn't tucked in a corner. I kind of wanted to be part of the whole like hustle and bustle. There are lots of people around me dining and like having, I like when a restaurant is like loud and I like when it's, there are people having a great time. I just, the, the energy is what I'm there for really. And like the ambiance, the energy, of course, good food. And um, I really had a great time. And I'm looking, I'm actually going to the same place again here coming up and uh, for more dental appointments, but all positive dental appointments. (laughs) Usually dental appointments are not good. It's like, well, that's not true. It's a cleaning, but even so, cleanings are quite uncomfortable. And because I ground my teeth for years, I have such sensitivity that I'm like, every time they scrape my teeth, it just... I almost need to be drugged. (laughs) Just give me some good shit so I pass out and I wake up with clean teeth. Not even pass out, just like a bit anesthetized. Anesthetized? It's just so that I'm less um, uncomfortable because I do hate it. But anyway, none of that's going on. But like I said, I will get into that in the next episode. (sighs) I guess I'm not going to have time to make another cocktail on camera. (laughs) But what time is it now? 5.30. Ow. (laughs) That wasn't actually painful. I just said ow again for no reason. But that's maybe one thing with these big ass cubes is that you're going to get smoked. If you get smoked in the lip, you're going to feel it. One thing we can do right now before I go is enjoy one of these cherries together. <laughs> I have to cover my face. I have to eat the second one. <laughs> Must eat second cherry. (laughs) I'm scared to share these cherries with anybody else. But I know that they'll be like, can I please have another one? And I'm going to go like this. $5, please. (laughs) I could charge. In fact, if I had like a little lemonade stand on the side of the street and I put one of these cherries in each one, I'd sell them for $5 each. That's how good they are. Just saying. They are wildly delicious and a bit expensive. But I'll tell you what, you're getting what you pay for. So well, everyone, that concludes this episode of Kitty Liquor. I hope that you enjoyed it. That's L-I-Q-U-O-R. Don't get it twisted. Let me know your thoughts on my dual camera action and uh, if you like it or if it annoys you um, or what you think about my new neon sign and my setup. Um, Halloween is around the corner. It's the first day of fall. So I'm going to be doing I'm going to be incorporating some fall elements um, leading up to October. October is going to be a fun month not just for my YouTube channel but for my podcast and for my OF, Patreon and other platforms so I hope that you're excited for that. Please make sure that you subscribe especially to this channel so I will only be posting my podcast to my Kitty Liquor podcast channel. Um, I'll do little reminders on my main channel so that you remember to come and subscribe here because if you don't subscribe here you won't see my podcasts Um, but of course you can still find my podcast on every other platform when it comes to audio Uh, and if you just want to listen that's fine but make sure you watch too because of all the aesthetic glory Um, and if you have suggestions for cocktails for October let me know now because um, I'm going to start preparing for my October podcasts and cocktails so Let me know in the comments down below and like this video if you enjoyed it. So Kitty Liquor Podcast is a newer channel and I would really, really appreciate any support. So any followers, subscribers, I mean, or, you know, likes, it really helps boost the channel and uh, we're having fun here. And it's going to be even more fun the more people that join in the fun. Right? All right, everyone. Thank you so, so, so much for watching. I hope you have an amazing weekend because I think this podcast is going up on a Saturday. Um, And yeah, I will see you all next week with another podcast, episode 106. And I will see you all in the next one. Bye.